Ohio gozaimasu. Welcome to another episode of Ohio Anime, the anime podcast where it's not morning here, but it is in Japan. So that's how we get away with it. Hiroshima, hope you're going to have a good time here as we talk about some anime. It's not going to be just me tonight. Um, we have our returning regular guest, Phil, on board. Hey. How's it going? Good, good. How about you? Good. You got, uh, looks like you got a fresh haircut there and i did just got your just a couple hours ago nice for work. just for the show just for the show i of course for the show come on yeah yes yeah. Nice. oh also you were you 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 were uh you had said um not just me tonight i had your back last podcast i mean you started yes, it out no absolutely yourself yeah, a, a, good, a fair amount but i had considered starting early tonight and then like I really don't, uh, I don't have anything it's hard to feel like I need to say right now. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But I'm glad you're here first, actually, because oh, yeah. um, I know that you are, well, here, before we get there, let me set it up. Uh, We're going to be talking about Jujutsu Kaisen tonight. Yeah. Um, the Shibuya incident arc has finally begun after weeks on break. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, the first two episodes are now out, and we'll be discussing that in spoilery detail now, basically, the show. Um, but while we wait for some other people to, to roll in, um, yeah. you had mentioned that you started Dodo Hey Dodo. Yes. So, Want to see how far you are in that? Let her know what you're thinking of it so far, all that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I said in the last pod episode that I've like been like this close a bunch of different times. Um, and so actually, okay, so how did I start out with it? So I, um, I've been meaning to watch it, meaning to watch it, meaning to watch it. I told you this, but I don't think I told the, our viewers, and I'm sure they care a lot. Uh, but mm-hmm. I got a brand new TV for my like main, my 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 like den family room, which is I'm, what I'm currently in, what I usually pod from. Um, I've always had a 55 inch on the wall and I upgraded to like a really nice 75 inch. So I've been kind of in like TV watching, sports watching, anime watching heaven. So it's been awesome. Yeah. Um, the first anime I watched on it was a couple episodes of Zom 100. I was a little behind. And it was so beautiful, I nearly wept. It was just like the <laughs> colors and the, the so clarity of the TV. Yeah. It's like a backlit LG. It's just, yeah, so good stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, I was going to watch some Space Dandy to, like, christen my new TV one night, like, a couple days after I got it. And because that's a really bright, vibrant, like, really well, like, drawn and animated show. I was like, that's perfect. And then I realized that my TV that I bought, it's a smart TV, but it doesn't have Crunchyroll just on it. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I had, didn't have like an, I didn't, I had to go like in the Amazon Fire Stick. And so I had, didn't have it yet. So anyway, long story long, I couldn't watch Space Dandy. And I was just like, Doro Hey Doro it is. That also looks like a very colorful and vibrant show. Although it's, you know, that it actually thematically, it seems very dark, but um, yes. it's, it's, but it like, 
visually it's not i mean a parts are i guess but yeah so anyway that's why i got into dora hedora i mean we talked speaking about it. of speaking of like visually very vibrant but maybe inside very dark ah <laughs> <way>. <laughs> i was like what is he talking about oh andrew what yeah, an introduction like, yeah <laughs> my god uh, i can never top that now yeah. welcome andrea how's it going good good how are you guys good, good yeah yeah, Phil is just letting us know, um, you know, give us the background on mm -hmm. uh, how he got into Doro Hey Doro. Yeah, it took me about a year to get there. Brand new TV. Yeah. Um, How's that uh, is, going? Are, are awesome. we seeing like the, the glow in the background of yeah. your giant Here, TV? Let's just show the viewers what they want to see. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hit my microphone. My give bad. them what they want, baby. Give them what they want. Give the viewers what they want. Well, <sighs> viewers oh, want Mike. So pretty. Mike's here. Not wow. It's, you nice. know, it's, the, it's, it's my camera, cool. my phone camera, or my uh, computer camera is not great, but. It's gorge, baby. It looks good. It's, foot ter it's very poorly animated football. Not animated, but you know what I mean. Um, I'm, I'm so I'm so sorry to do this. I have to hijack. I, I just came on, but I'm already hijacking. Um, right. This is my darkness inside maybe coming out. Did you watch the first play of the Jets, Phil? I wasn't watching it, but Chris texted me like. Rogers, LOL. And I was like, what? And I, I was at Sony lessons with my oldest and, um, and I got home and I like looked and it was like, Rogers goes out, um, on the first, first play of the first game. I was like, Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I don't even know how to feel. It's just not like, good for the jets. Oh God. It's but, like all the feels, yeah. you know what I mean? Like right. the I mean, irony. I know we're living in the love that era. Sucks though, for so. you. Rogers. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I know. I know. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't help it because I just watched it play out in real yeah. time and was like, this is literally the definition of irony. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. Mike, welcome I in. Um, are Hi, you Mike. living with the, uh, the football drama? Are you in on the football drama? Uh, not as much as I used to be. No. Uh, <laughs> but I do wonder right. how long until the, the Vikings have Rogers. Snaps. <laughs> Next season, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, <laughs> Rogers has wanted to be far of his whole life. It seems like he's following. Exactly. His I mean, mm -hmm. he's walking that path, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plays like him, well, just like a better version, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean some people here are really big far fans. I don't want to out anybody, but. And man, put me on that list. <laughs> right. Yeah. True. Me, yeah, me too, but not as big as Andrea, but. <laughs> uh, yeah no football's been great i've been really digging it i'm uh, it, it, uh i'm you know a newly a new uh, degenerate anime watcher and not but i've been for a while a degenerate fantasy football player so yeah. uh, yep mm -hmm. a lot of that lately too yeah people do um weird fantasy leagues for different things i don't know how that works you know i've seen people do fantasy leagues for I don't know, video games somehow or something. Oh, I don't know what that's yeah. interesting. What that means. But yeah. um Yeah, I don't know yeah. how that works, but fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried doing a couple of fantasy Formula One leagues oh, for yeah. a couple of years. And uh it was enjoyable for the first year or so. And then it just doesn't play out quite the same. There's not a not as much uh not as many variables to play into it. And so you kind of end up setting a team and it kind of becomes very, very clear in formula one what the optimal team is going to be. So then you don't really make any changes throughout the year. 
Oh. Sure. Yeah. And everybody can have so like the nice thing about fantasy football, right, is that uh you know, only one person, one team can have, you know, the individual player or whatever. And in Formula One that wasn't the case. So everybody could have Max Verstappen, you know, oh. if they wanted to. And so, interesting yeah. or like a daily fantasy or like a DF, daily fan yeah like dfs yeah. like DraftKings type style or whatever yeah okay yeah exactly and that that makes it less interesting because there just yeah. becomes an optimal team to set up right and everyone's doing it and that's like everyone tied yeah right. exactly <laughs> or whatever yeah whoever figured out that optimal team first wins the rest of the season like, sure right. yeah mm. that's, that'd be hard sure you play fantasy football too mike or have you I have. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I played football for a lot of years and I was always oh, sure. the, the guy mm-hmm. who, instead of watching the game, would rather be out throwing the football around and playing it. Yeah. So I never kept up with the, you know, once I was past kind of 12, 13 years old, I didn't keep up with the individual player stats sure. well enough. Yeah. And I'd always set my team, forget to make any updates or changes. Injuries would happen. And, you know, I inevitably I was just donating money to my friends. <laughs> yeah yep fair enough yeah gotta, <laughs> i got I like a pretty it. decent commute so i do a lot of fanciful podcast listening so that oh, nice. like yeah. that cuts that's like all of my research weekly yeah. research is like just on my commute so then i don't have to really spend a lot of time in my free time doing it which is nice wow. that's perfect right my Productive neighbor across commute. the street basically has a second income around sports gambling he's wow amazing at it just run a bunch of leagues or something and get like paid to do run a bunch he, of leagues or something. He does the DraftKings type type of thing. He oh, does fantasy football sure. leagues too, sure. but wow. like the the depth of research and he'll do it on on golf tournaments sure. as well. And the depth of research that that man has is yeah. incredible, and then wow. wins cool. thousands of dollars on a regular basis. Wow, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, and if that's your passion, like go mm-hmm. get it. Why not make some money off that side Absolutely. hustle? Like if if yep. you if he truly enjoys it, that's awesome. Right. My, I wish my hobby my, paid me money. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> one of my uh, friends, friends who live in my neighborhood that I met just as being a neighbor, um, has a second income. He's probably like my age, but he sells vintage motorcycle helmets overseas in like South Korea and Japan. He makes like 50 grand extra income a year. Cool. From this, you call it a side hustle. It's like, dude, that's not a side hustle. That's like a hustle. That's a hustle. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Straight up. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very niche. But yeah. Yeah. How do, how does that how does that work? Like he he buys yeah. them at like garage sales and like and like antique stores and stuff, and then he like kind of cleans them up a bit and puts Restores them on his them online page, and then he he's at at any given time he's got like forty ish motorcycle helmets in his basement. Like, uh, no, wow. it's like cool. all, yeah i mean so he's like constantly turning them over sure huh. well i mean i mean those would take up space but not like crazy amounts yeah of space. i think he just has like you know i mean like yeah i've never seen him but i could i could live with that like if that was chris's yeah. deal and he had like a room for a motorcycle how much <laughs> i could live with that yeah. an extra 50k a year yeah i bet you could yeah i could, I could. <laughs> well i was no garage i can park on the street fine that's great <laughs> park my well no because i'd have way an extra car if i was making that much extra money so i wouldn't park on the street actually <laughs> like, dana how no, do you have a bedroom we have, we live in the fa- living room now because our room is devoted to motorcycle helmets <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's here's a good question though 50 extra k a year what would you do with it 
Like everybody, what would you do? Um, would you be like the people who win the lotto and are like, I'm going to invest it? Or like, would you take a trip? Would you buy a car? What would you do? <laughs> An extra 50K a year? Yes. Okay, like for the year. first year. like the, the first year. Oh, okay. For, what would you do with the first year? Because I feel like that's the most exciting. Yeah. Pay off debt? Does that count? Just kidding. I'd probably buy yeah, a counts, some cool car. Yeah. Probably a cool car. Mm. It's fair. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Okay, so it's like, fifty thousand tax after taxes. It's tax free. I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's after taxes. I'm not um, sure. Well, yeah, I'm not exactly positive. Hey, paying off debt is solid. That that yeah, that is a fair, different man. kind of joy, but it yeah. is joy. Right. Right. It is. Someone on this podcast is supposed to say they're gonna like build the greatest anime collection ever. You know. I would start you know, an anime like, production company right here in the states. Wow. Ooh. There you go. Can there I be you your go. first voice actor hire? Yes. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Everybody heard yeah, it right here, right now. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> I I think I I honestly think I probably would mostly put it away. I'd probably go on a, uh, go on some sort of trip as mm-hmm. again I put it away. You know, interest rates go up, you know, get a little something back. So, yep. so oh, that's smart. I, I would, I would be nerdy. I would put like half of it away, but then half of it would either go to a trip to like Japan mm-hmm. or to like New Zealand mm-hmm. to walk the Lord of the Rings trail. Oh yeah. Like that. Nice. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah. I would take my wife to Greece and then the rest of it would be used to buy a seat on a semi-professional race team, something in IMSA, Sweet. maybe, maybe try and, uh, I don't know how far 50 grand gets me in there, but I sure. think right. that gets me into a, a GT three car. I'd bet. Sweet. So that's cool for a year, right? That's all okay. we're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Per, per, per like you gotta start getting sponsors, you know, you gotta start, you gotta start going out there, selling yourself, getting sponsors, get the yeah. label slap in your car and you um, oil. I've heard oil enough. companies like to sponsor racers. So you should look into that. Phil's hot tip. Valvoline is a good one. I think. Um, <laughs> I, Dr. Pepper, I think maybe we're going to get, we're going to get our Phil's got all the Ohio anime. Tied we're gonna get an Ohio anime sticker stuck on there. I think Ohio anime. There you go. Decal. Dude, yes. Make one up. I'll put it on the car. Right. Perfect. Done. Another you uh, heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> right. This this winter there's there's some interesting things happening with a a company that uh is doing uh an a unique engine swap for for my car. Um we're going to oh. plug that in and have, be one of the first in the the country competing with that in the spring of 2024. So cool. Okay, those cool. kinds of things are happening. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right. Very cool. Is this like circle track racing, Mike, or do you do more like Baja style, like a or like a Formula One style? It's yeah. So I mean, it's not on Formula One level, and they're uh, it's it's in a 2006 Miata, um, so not open wheel, but it's circuit track, like you know what Formula One does. Okay, not not circle tracks. Um, sure. But you know, NASCAR goes to you know like when they went to Road America, um, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. I, I've okay. driven Road America. Okay. Numerous times. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, six shift. Is it all like manual? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Little 
glorified go-kart is what sure. i'm trying to no, that's fine. i learned to drive <laughs> on a chevy s10 does actually gmc sonoma stick shift like i love that nice it's just fun pulling around <laughs> in a little four banger stick shift it is <laughs> there's something more engaging about it i think john yeah. and i have talked about yeah. this in the past there's yeah. just okay, it so. makes the driving experience more fun and and mm-hmm. the less we the less engagement we make the less people care about the enjoyment of driving and yeah. it always mm-hmm. blows my mind because I, I said it to my friend uh, at work. I was like, I, I don't understand why people don't care about driving or don't like driving or don't recognize what it is. So I was like, mm-hmm. it's literally turning you into a superhero. You know, mm-hmm. human beings are not capable of going zero to 60 in under two seconds. You talk mm-hmm. about being able to fly and go like Superman. You, you can do that in cars. They right. give you that mm-hmm. ability. Yeah. And we just all take it for granted. We hop in sure. our vehicles, we drive to work, and don't even think about the fact that you're doing something superhuman right. on a regular basis. Yeah. Or something that used to I take just, people several days, yeah, just like a hundred years ago or a hundred yeah. yeah. years ago, something like that. Right. Yeah. I, I just it's it is the you know, embodiment of freedom. You know, mm-hmm. it really is like, yeah, you go to work every day or whatever, but you could just drive to the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. You get a, yeah. a tank of gas, maybe two, yeah. and you just get halfway across the right. country you get anywhere you want. Like is absolute freedom. Yep. Um, right. And it's a thing yeah. that, yeah, not all that long ago, right. People were not, not able to enjoy. When we get you know, my covered people... wagon and oxen. I'm going to head to the coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Oregon now, trail. They're, <laughs> they're, they're like stuck in their, their lot in life. Yep. And yep. you know, they're not, they like, used to be a lot closer to that. You know, mm-hmm. they risk they play Oregon Trail. You know, see how right. it goes. Yeah, um, Yep. You're dead. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's genuinely something romantic about it that everybody's missing. Yep. No, I I love to just go for a drive, and I uh, I miss our our manual transmission car. I truly which do. One, which one is that? Yeah. Chris's Sunfire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Sunfire. it's old baby, but I loved that car. Oh, yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> I know. I loved it though. Like I, I, I do love like a, a stick shift. There's I just kind something... of bonked it into something because uh, I was used to driving Sunfire? truck. Yeah, I, I was used <laughs> to driving <laughs> trucks and realized you know, where out. the clutch yep. gave, you know, engaged oh, yeah. and just kind of rolled a little bit. Yeah. It was nothing Long but double. just, nah. yeah, not used to <laughs> I mean, cars. That, that car has been through some stuff, man. Like <laughs> pretty sure whatever you did, it's it was fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. funny. All right. Well, speaking of lots of bonking uh, mm-hmm. and mayhem and destruction, uh, Doro hey Doro, Phil. Right. I'll just be super quick. I'm, I think, like five episodes in. I'm like, or six maybe. So I, I'll give a full report off um, a different pod episode when I finish the whole series. But I, oh, I'm, gonna put, I'm just about to start episode seven, I think. Okay. okay. Um, but I love it's awesome. It's 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 like equal parts goofy and what I don't I forget what I said in my text to you, but it's like delightfully weird, and it's like violent, but it's such like it's so it's it's not goofy like some enemies goofy in like a chibi way. It's just like funny. Yeah, it reminds it's... me a little bit like Chainsaw Man, goofy in that way, where it's like still super violent and like wild. But it, it's mm-hmm. it, they put enough. They just infuse some humor in there that really just sure. makes it so fun. It's like what it's a frankly, black humor, dark right, kind right. of thing. It's, yeah, it's why I can watch shows like Dora Hidoro, but I really don't like shows like Attack on Titan. 
I can have sure. some like, violence and like crazy stuff happening, but you got to throw me a little bit of lightheartedness here and there. I don't know. So, so I'm assuming you particularly enjoyed these last two episodes. Of yeah, Jujutsu. Of, of, yes, yes, these episodes have been great. Jujutsu is a great show like that too. It's it's intense and and violent at times and dark and hilarious at times. Still, mm-hmm. Bojo going to the girls' school, freaking hilarious. Slap <laughs> my butt off. So, I mean, you throw some of that stuff in, and I'm a happy camper. Sure. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, we get into it. Um, you know, Phil, you can continue with some thoughts here on um, on G2. I'm going to get uh, a screen up to show people some images in case they're interested. Oh, we, I also um, just got to say, John, before we jump too far into this, the yeah. panel, watch my first Miyazaki film this weekend. Just for the record, oh, I just to let everyone know I watched uh, Howl's Moving Castle with Dana. And we uh, is, is that the, sorry, sorry to re, sorry to return. Is that was that the inspiration then for the team name? It was, yeah. <laughs> I actually thought of the team name before I watched the movie, and I was like, I need to watch this, otherwise it's I, like I feel like an imposter using the name, right? Actually having seen it, so right, feel like a fake. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I just for context, John and Mike, um, I have Sam Howell. He's the he's the uh, uh, the um, uh, Washington Commanders quarterback. He's a rookie. Yep. Oh no! Okay. Actually, he's a second year. He played one game last year, but he's a new new quarterback. Um, how uh, spelled differently? H o w e l l, not h o w l. But I named my fantasy football team Howell's Moving Football. So okay, uh, with, uh, cool. yep. the quarterback class clever. Name, Howell. Yeah. yeah. So very nice. cool. I, re- I recognized it immediately, and Chris like got there after a second. Yeah, nice. Dave's like, that's awesome. Also, no one will understand what you're talking about. I was like, that's okay. <laughs> <It's just me." laughs> my other fantasy football team name I had J Jer- K oh. Dobbins. I named my team Jareth the Doblin King from Labyrinth. And, yes. then, he tore his, and then he tore his Achilles I yesterday. I ouch, ouch. And I need rename my team to The King is Dead. So Okay. Because he's out for the season. So, fun times. But I love that. I love that name and Wasted. I know. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Wasted. That's right. That's what it is. Part of the game. Sorry. All right. Now, yeah. um, my apologies. Yeah. No, I mean, it was fine. anime related. It was anime related. I took us on a anime related side change true, this true, time. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to see uh, up front um, our buddy here, Besto Frendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came into the picture pretty early here. Me so, I mean, just overall, Phil, you know, it sounds like you're enjoying the Shibuya incident arc that just began mm-hmm. now. What, mm-hmm. um, what? deeper thoughts do you have on uh, these two episodes? Yeah. Um, I mean, just overall, I kind of like I, the first episode was a little bit like, Oh, this is just really, um, they really feel like they're easing you in. But then I actually kind of, now that I've seen two episodes, I kind of like that. They don't just jump right back into some crazy battles or some crazy, like dire stakes. Um, I, kind of half rewatched the first episode again just about the, the good part like all the kind of main points and i really like it a lot um kind of on, on second watching um but from the first time i watched it i loved the diner scene thought it was hilarious um just the fun animation changes uh um yeah that was awesome favorite part of the first episode and this second episode was really fun really great and then they threw in more a lot more action and 
so now we're kind of ramping up. I thought it was, I thought it was, a, a, you know, an awesome start to the, the, the arc. Nice. Just in generally. Nice. Mike, how about, uh, how about you? Your Are we just talking about the first episode or are we talking about the no, two? As a no, whole? both, both. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I still don't understand the, the domains. Um, mm. and Fair. I don't want more exposition explaining them, but like they're, um, their intensity or their, their strength or their power and what is and is not able to be done inside of them. Like initially I thought it was just very simple. This is my ultimate move. It means I can never miss. And now we're getting more nuance to them. Um, it kind of feels a little formulaic, like, yep, we're going to get to a point in the fight where one of these people is going to go into their domain. Uh, and that's going to be the end of it. I, I like that. They're not making it as clean and easy as just, you know, it's like playing Mortal Kombat and you hit your ultimate, you press LB and RB at the same time and boom, right? There's nothing you can do to interrupt it. They're mm. they're giving us some more uh, about that simple domain. It was pretty cool. Mm. Still want to know a little bit more about that. But overall, I thought the Mechamaru reveal mm. was very, very cool yeah. um, mm-hmm. that we see him. Um, and that he kind of played or thought he played Mojito and, and ghetto. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out they're just confident enough, you know, mm-hmm. um, also a little bit bummed to lose him so quickly. I felt like mm-hmm. yeah. he was a mystery and then the mystery was reveal, revealed and then he's taken away from us. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why they did that off scene or, or off screen. Mm-hmm. Like we saw this whole intense battle. We saw all this buildup and then the killing blow is off screen. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why that needed to be done. But overall, mm-hmm. I thought that that fight sequence was super cool. And I love mm-hmm. it back and forth. So, Yeah. They turned it into like a mech anime for an episode. It was so yeah. Weird, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, definitely for, uh, for you know, a f- yeah, absolutely a full episode. And then a little mm-hmm. bit at the end of the, this first one here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Andrea, let's get your thoughts and then we'll break down you guys' yeah. ideas a little bit here. J- just to bounce off of, you know, what's already been said, um, loved the diner scene. <laughs> I mean, loved it. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like just the text, come to this diner. Why? Get here now. Okay. Like, <laughs> right. just, you know, just like everybody in. coming in there, like, does you have a girlfriend? Like, oh, let's, let's puzzle this out. Like just, just yeah. peak like entertainment comedy to ease us all in and just mm-hmm. build some character development and flesh out some relationships before we had to like dive into the really serious. Um, I definitely agree, yeah. Mike. Like, Mechamaru was so interesting and I totally believed this is exactly why he would be feeding information to the opposition to heal his body. I mean, I totally got his like desperation to be with people and feel normal and have Mm -hmm. like an in close or like an up close in person relationship with someone. Like I just, I totally bought that as his reason. Um, you know, and it, and it didn't make me happy, but it made me understand him and, and why you would do that. Um, and then, but then his like determination to just like win this battle, like his optimism of like, 
I'm going to be reunited with everyone. Each time he said it, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I Mm -hmm. still had some sort of like, there's going to be something. Yeah. Um, so I mean that it was heartbreaking in a way to just figure out that this was really a test of simple domain, like just to kind of like figure out what they could do leading up to the Shibuya incident to trap ghetto and like figure him out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was heartbreaking to come to that realization that he was just basically like a big guinea pig, but also like having his killing blow off screen now leaves this like horrible dangling hope of like maybe there's oh. yeah maybe there's and i hate that i, I hate that, that. i hate buying into that hope because i know yeah. it's not there but i'm still like oh maybe oh. yeah so cool. i don't think he's in he's not a big enough character no Probably no and that. i know that i know that but that but that is cruelly effective mm. i agree because even as i'm saying it out loud i'm totally. like there's like a little part of me inside that's like but yeah yeah i i think they did do a good job of uh kind of you know at least i went going through the battle in this second episode really um i started to believe it's like Mm -hmm. maybe he can Maybe he can. Not, like, I didn't think he was going to kill both of the bad guys. No, but, God, uh, no. You know, maybe he can get out of here alive. Maybe he can make yeah. this work. You know, make him retreat maybe or even I thought it would be incredibly bold that they kill the guy, you know, that's um, all scarred up Mahito, and stuff. I thought, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be Mahito. pretty impressive. And, or at, um, least, at least enough damage to, you know, really limit him in some capacity. Yeah. Right. I thought they had him. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't, th- they, with the, um, with the first five episodes, right. With the, with the ghetto Gojo backstory, mm-hmm. it kind of makes it seem like ghetto doesn't really need them. They're pawns, right. Even this right. guy, I think it yep. ultimately is a pawn. Yeah. So I could have seen them, you know, having him go down here, um, which then would maybe make Mechamaru's, demise you know in the future a little bit more impactful because he has this great feat now ahead of him so i was i was totally bought in i thought he had him i thought it was a Mm -hmm. cool way to do it um and i think it's silly that the guy's just like yeah no i just expanded my body i exploded my body to fake it yeah all right i mean that that's kind of par for the course on the show uh Mm-hmm. You know, Gojo did the yep. same thing. You know, I uh, did red blue inside my head right before they sliced my neck in three pieces. Right. Like, I guess that's that is what well. It is. Yeah, I agree with you, Mike. It, and then also, just kind of this is related, and st- bear with me here. I, I'm, I mean, I know this guy's like a cursed spirit, or, or I mean, I don't know. Is he jujitsu sorcerer? Is he cursed spirit? It seems like he's being treated like this apprentice. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's a cursed spear. They've talked, called him that many times, but he's the only humanoid-looking one that I've ever seen mm-hmm. on the show. So I just think he is I a cursed spirit. About that, why, why would he spirit. train up a cursed spirit? They're just like mm-hmm. spirits. He treats them like a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like hangs yeah. out with them, and he's like teaching him. I don't know. It is interesting. Right. Yeah. Did um, you? Um, so two things. One is just something I noticed, and it's a fleeting thing. It's not particularly important. But in, when they showed the people celebrating Halloween, um, 
in the the middle of Japan, there is a guy uh, who knocking the mic over. Uh, <laughs> there's a guy who has like tattoos and stitching that looks like mojitos or uh, looks just Aww. like it like, across his face, on his arms, on his shoulders. He's I think he's shirtless, and I just and see that I, I thought that was interesting, and I don't know if it was intentional or not. Hmm. Um, probably. And then interesting. The thing that's like actually feedback during this fight, I I had a lot of trouble with scaling, like uh, and space. You know, when they were Jesus. fighting, um, when these two were fighting, I lost track of <laughs> what size the mechs were, what size yeah. the people were, and like where everything was right in the battle, and like things just kind of seemed like they were coming out of nowhere. I didn't partake i don't know that was the only part during that fight sequence that i was kind of like I, it's losing mm-hmm. me a little bit because i don't know yeah. where anything is they sure cool sure they're in like a dam i think like a big like a aren't they? yeah like next to a dam so i was like pretty yeah but yeah i yeah, agree but they kept there's like a lot Russian of nesting dolls for Mechamaru. Yeah. Like, sure. Did you, Little ones coming I mean, out. Or, yeah. yeah, did you... I mean, I thought for a second maybe they were in, like, a Mechamaru domain. For, like, yeah. a hot second. Especially when, yeah. like, the, the life flashed up and it looked like it was outside the mech. Mm-hmm. And I thought perhaps he'd created some sort of, like, mech battle dome yeah. as a domain. And so I, I did mm-hmm. I did have trouble, like, adjusting to, like, where exactly they went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Phil. I did you do you feel these similar? Did you feel these similar feelings watching it? Um, I didn't notice it at the time, but I mean, there's a lot happening. All I mean, there's a lot going on with like Mahito changing sizes and changing his like limbs and stuff. Shape. And mm-hmm. I just have to say though, I'm getting just such strong Neon Genesis Evangelion vibes from this picture yes. here. Yeah. And like when he like like did his like mech roar, I was like, this yes. is a straight like out straight. of like. I yes. mean, there. I think it's like an homage, an homage to it, but yes, um, this, it's cool. It's I, I no it's like cheap. it's no secret. They definitely in this episode really paid tributes yeah. to Neon Genesis Evangelion yeah. and mm, Gurren Lagann. They really did like, you know, like you say, that scream was basically a shot from Evangelion. Yeah, the mech is very similar. You, know, it, you can see it takes some design cues. From it's that. even like hooked then, up. It's like hooked yeah. up to like wiring, like they do in Evangelion. Mm-hmm. And then the animation style was very much Gurren Lagann. It's very mm-hmm. much is straight out of that. So like that was interesting to me. It's like mm-hmm. Mike, I wonder what you'd think. Like, had you if you watched something like Gurren Lagann or Kill a Kill or something like that? It's really. Um, it's it's this kind of thing and it's really the like the most mech battles they don't have the color like this and the the it's not so frenetic and crazy like you watch a lot of gundam and it's a lot it's a lot slower maybe wider shots so yeah you're not going to lose track so well of where you are this is really about like the uh i don't know yeah it's extreme motion <laughs> and so i i really i really liked it i was it's it was a little weird because i really did feel like i'm watching a different show mm-hmm. and that's that's what it's been that's what's been odd to mm-hmm. me about jujutsu kaisen season two so far is none of it feels Coincidence. like season one 
Sure. Like it just is radically different. The yeah. first five episodes, um, somber in most ways. I thought very, uh, very mature and beautifully uh, shot. And then now this has been like a feels like a grab bag. We're going between mm. groups. We have you know kind of rocketed between like, hey, let's go shopping. Let's watch the Earth movie, and we spend quite a bit of time watching the Earthworm guy. That was weird. You know, and that was his, my only his was... sad thing. I, was, I, I thought that was that was, it was pretty funny, but <laughs> I thought it was really funny. But <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. It was just bizarre. I felt bad for him. I was like, yeah, was... well, yeah, for sure. I felt terrible for him. I, I felt bad for all the baby worms. Are you kidding yeah. me, Papa? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baby worms are hurting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't see that. Sort coming. of. I know I didn't either. No one did. <laughs> Especially, I, I don't know. I like half saw it coming when one walked out, but then there were like sixteen of them just being like, "What?" The? Yeah, super. <laughs> weird. Um, uh, so I just wonder, like, if if. Like starting in the next episode, we're going to settle into a vibe, sure. you know, I, and a style and a flow okay. or like, you know, what's going to happen here exactly. Because yeah. season runs now, I think, uninterrupted till the end of the year. Right. So, okay. um, oh. yeah. Oh, wow. okay. So we got a lot of a lot of episodes yet. And is it um, going to be a full I, same length I, season as season one? Sorry. I think so. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, here, let's share this for those that are watching. Like, this is just looks like Gurren Lagann. It just is uh, yes, they, I agree it's really interesting. They, they, they went this route and it was totally yeah. unexpected, um, but it was fun. It's cool. I really um, felt like, I'm just going to say it. I really felt a vibe shift with like yet another intro and outro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I really felt that vibe shift again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. man, I mean, I know, you know, it's very classic for anime to do like a switch up mid season, but we're getting a lot of switches here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This I was feels ask like about it because this. it wasn't really mid season. It was only like five episodes right. in and they switched to a new arc and a new so, but like, but yeah. are we going to get this for like another new arc? Like, oh, you know, just because it is a departure. Yeah. So I just felt like, is it going to be a constant vibe shift or is this mm. going to be like steady now to the I end of the season? I think the Shibuya incident arc, it carries us through the season, I think. So okay. um, I think it's going to be a while before that changes if it does. But, um, but then it would be interesting guys... to see if they do like a traditional like shift again. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot of shifting. Um, want to quickly say hello to mj in the chat thanks for hey mj hey mj MJ, honey bay honeybee Um, i I think it is mj honey bay (laughs) i think it should be that's uh that's adorable yeah Yeah. oh boy um see i haven't had anything i saw you mike yeah Uh, (laughs) i was like what is that oh yep salt and salt and some meat Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) um what um so what did so Andrea big shift in tone for you and stuff mm-hmm. uh Mike what what do you think of the new opening I skipped I, it Yeah <gasps> you didn't, I even didn't watch it once it. Michael I, I saw it come in I saw like the first couple seconds of it and I nope I'm not yeah. no I don't want that I like yeah. the tone oh, that was set Let me ride that out All right I almost oh, I almost I'm, skipped it and then I realized it was different 
So I had to watch it just to see uh, how I felt. Yeah. I Phil? Like, I like I was, it. Yeah. I was already it's mad not... that they took away the other ending. Right. Yeah, fair enough. You guys feel I'm, like, a, I'm always going to be a fan feel. of the original ending, like feel the original like outro. That's always going to be oh, my yeah, favorite. Oh, yeah, that one's awesome. It's, it's great. Okay, well, yeah, season one, like the opening, that's an amazing song. That is a great song. It's absolutely on my playlist. It's it's spectacular. It is. Well, I like the opening too. I was talking about the I was talking about the outro. That's awesome. Too. Sure. I, I don't I don't particularly remember the outro. Yeah, it's like, the one where they're all dancing and it's like really oh yes, of course. Like stylized yes. and like that's great yeah. as well. Yes, that's absolutely. My favorite. Those are amazing. Yeah. That's why I was happy when we got this new intro because it is way better than yeah. what we've been getting <laughs> since those. So this intro uh, is like a really cool song. It has yeah. a really fun. It's a much darker. The whole a lot of red going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of like reverse imagery that spirals out. It's mm-hmm. it's a really nice opening mm-hmm. and a really good song. And mm-hmm. I just am happy to get pumped to watch mm-hmm. the show again. As opposed sure. to like, I kind of have to get used to this. By the time I'm a few episodes in, it's fine. I'm used to it. But I'm not psyched to watch the episode, and and now I am. So, so well, you got I five didn't... episodes to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't I think they're so. going to do another one. No, <laughs> I I liked I liked the the visuals of the intro. It took me the like one time through to know that I had to blast it like full volume to really get in it because they actually mm. play it quieter then they do like the sound for the rest of the episode. Mm. So like the first time I heard it, it was too quiet to be effective. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like, this is really cool no, I, visually, but then like the sound was so low that I didn't really like feel it. And then mm. the second time I turned it up and I was like, all right, now I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, we definitely listened to um, this show loud. Like I do, but like in a, in a and... weird reversal, I felt like this intro was quieter than the sound for the rest of the show. Mm. Yeah. It's like when somebody starts to whisper so that you have to come in and, and really focus on them, really listen. Hey, <laughs> lab. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Well, that's really a shame, Mike. You'll have to report back once you've watched the uh, n- the new opening here. Yeah, I mean, hey, I've got other chances, right? <laughs> you will. You will. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. I on in my defense, I was on a limited time frame today. I get yeah. it. Fair I get it. It's episode. fair. Fair it's enough. Fair. Yep. And it's true. Um, MJ wants an ASMR stream. She says in the chat. So. <laughs> she wants a what? ASMR. Mike, take stream. over. ASMR. It's when you mm-hmm. talk real soft. Make oh. Maybe. I think what you should do instead is um, you should do um, like a mechanics ASMR. And so you would <laughs> oh, like nice. lay out your tools. like sh- Constantly. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's just me swearing at the car. Whispering. I'm going to take this whisper apart. Out. Yeah. yeah, lost my ten millimeter. You piece of shit. Nice. I think that is what the people want, actually. So you might want to get on that. All right. Thanks, MJ Honeybee, for the idea. Yep. 
Like you mean MJ um, Honey Bay. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty quickly here. Uh, uh. All right. Well, okay. So I what do we um let's see other things Mike, what you brought up earlier, I do agree with. Uh, it is an issue at the show. It's like there's a lot of things we want explained that don't make sense, but we don't really want more exposition exposition to explain it. That's mm-hmm. kind of a pickle that they've put themselves in. Um, and I don't know what to do about it exactly because they're it's it's not like so they're sorcerers. You so maybe you think of Harry Potter. Well, there's specific spells with Harry Potter, so you understand right. this spell does that. Um, X Men, people's mutant ability, which I feel this show is similar to uh, people's mutant abilities. So they all have a, a gene that's mutated that, but their powers are shown in a different way. And so this, they all is basically all harness like um, these. Uh, um, missing the the term for it but um latent power this energy you know and then they um they but it manifests in kind of different ways they kind of use it in Mm -hmm. different ways but it's not like oh i this person has ice powers this person can produce fire you know it's like it's very complicated it's more like mha um, like where they have like i can make bubbles or i can yeah exactly It, it it it's kind of important to, you know, to something, even if you're trying, you want to be able to feel like if you're watching a scenario, you can understand in a way what people can do. So you can, in your mind, you're running through who could win here, what could be happening. But if you're constantly given curveballs of like, I don't understand what this person can even accomplish, the right. surprise is, feels cheaper. Because it's like, mm-hmm. well, as far as I'm concerned, you can do anything yet. Because, well, you know. Certainly Gojo can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Yeto literally has thousands of this... her spirits inside him that can do anything. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, no, no. Phil, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good point, too. Like, um, Phil, to your point, like, his power is the ability to, you know, absorb and manipulate cursed spirits, right? But then those cursed spirits have their own capabilities right. as well. yeah. yeah. I think it is a charm of this show, but it is also the downfall. And that's kind of what you're saying there too, John. Like people applaud um, Brandon Sanderson for a couple of his um, his book series, like the Mistborn trilogy, um, as well as the follow-up to that. And what they applaud is the magic system that he's built in because there are a specific set of rules that are that you're able to follow with that. <clears throat> this show doesn't have that. And that's a good and a bad thing because it allows them for a lot of creative, you know, world building and a lot of uh, flexibility into the uniqueness that characters can have, but it does leave you mm-hmm. wondering what the hell is going on. Right. A lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What yeah. is more powerful? Is there something that is right. more powerful? Mm-hmm. What the hell is Gojo's positive and negative energy? What have you, what even is that? Mm-hmm. We're just supposed yeah. to know that it's uh, like a black hole, but it's not a black hole. Right. It obliterates instead of, um, yeah, I don't know, absorbing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, it, it's true. But like the way you, in, in my book, I guess if you want to do the, 
we don't have rules, it's mystical kind of thing, is like how you'd see Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. You don't know what he can do, and that's part of what makes him awe-inspiring, is mm -hmm. like you don't know what he is capable of. But he's not constantly like throwing at you unbelievable world rocking new abilities. I would say it's rarely. Like, I love, you know, right. I'd say it like Just in the, the movie ones. when he, 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 <laughs> right. like, he captures a moth, whispers to it, and then it comes back with his rock. Like, Super subtle. Unexpected, no idea that would be coming, you know, mm -hmm. some sort of thing. It's just so it's, it's not this stuff like, well, it's a get out of jail free card or it's sure. some sort of crazy Trump card. It's just a, you know, it's a cool thing. It keeps you on your toes. You never know what kind of, you know, weird shit this guy could be able to pull off. So I like that. But uh, yeah. yeah, when you get so powerful, like some of these characters, uh, I don't know. They just had to be careful because we're losing. I don't know. It's getting complicated fast. Yeah. I feel like season one, mm -hmm. it, it, I didn't feel this way, you know? Well, and maybe that's the yeah. underlying reason that the Gojo thing feels hollow. Like the way that he was able to, you know, resurrect himself. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. there is no defined rule or law to what his capabilities are or how they work. And I think that might be the same reason that uh, this particular battle, is it mojito or that that's a drink? Mojito? Mojito. Mojito, thank you. A mojito, it's delicious. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just call mojito. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm going from now on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, his explanation for how he tricked this guy that feels hollow too, because again, like you said, there's no, there's no limit. There's no boundary here. We know he's got this transfiguration thing. Since when does that mean that he can, you know, explode himself out into millions of pieces and make it uh, seem like he died? <laughs> like he's supposed to be able to touch things and manipulate matter. Yeah. But he, he can disassemble himself. I don't. Yeah. He's yeah. pretty wrecked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I agree, and, and like, and this is an issue that times that X Men comics have gotten into before as well. Of like, okay, why can this person Iceman went from like I can produce snow and ice and I can surf on it, and then you know, and then eventually it all the way was like my entire body is right. can be made of ice. You can shatter completely, shatter me. I'm on a mega level mutant because. Any piece of me that's left, I can reform from yep. the water in the atmosphere. It's like, yep. wow, okay. I mean, we've really taken a journey here now. Yeah, like what right. you are capable of is basically yep. being winter, you know, like yep. just whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, so. and I think it's going to be, I mean, kind of to your guys' point, we got multiple people who are um, – Ex ex exhibiting this ability to just be like, oh well, but this other thing you didn't know about that I can do that. It's like, oh okay. Yeah. We got Gojo doing it. We got Ghettos can do it basically because he can pull any curse spirit out of many needs for any situation. Right. Um, Mahito is doing it, and then you know that Yuji and I'm Sukuna. Sukuna are gonna uh, gonna do some crazy right. stuff. I mean, he already yeah. has like yeah. when he ripped out his heart and just threw it on the ground. And he's like, well, we can just still live. That's fine. 
So don't need to mm-hmm. hurry. But <laughs> right. I mean, it's yeah. going to happen with more characters too. So it's, I mean, I think, yeah. And I, I'm generally fine with it. I get, I, I agree. I agree with all of it. Um, yeah. I think you're going to have, we're going to have to just be like, okay, well, this guy can do this. That's cool. Right. I guess. That's, yeah. But it it's, is going to happen. Yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, either way you go, either you make like Gojo like the only one who can do all this cool shit cuz you've already done it. So like you have to commit to Gojo can do a bunch of just yeah. like amazing like mm-hmm. mind-blowing things and he's the only one. And then it gets tiresome that like Gojo just comes in and he's like, "Oh, cool. I'm the best." Bye. <laughs> or yeah. like everybody somehow has like a cool power that they can pull out of their pocket that's like, oh wait. But then that becomes tiresome too because then every character seemingly can do that. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. It no I mean it devalues that. Lose. Yeah, nobody nobody ever wins, but nobody ever loses, so it's really yeah. boring. Yeah. So you've they've really stalemate fights. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's a careful it's a careful thing that they've like they've backed themselves into this corner and they've got like a really careful maneuver to try and get themselves out in an interesting mm-hmm. way that keeps mm-hmm. us the viewers invested mm-hmm. without being like guess everybody's special yay mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Give everyone a trophy <laughs> that that being uh, said i do feel like 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 one of two things one I really would have been okay with Mahito like getting destroyed in this battle and Geto being like, shit, okay, I learned some stuff, so this was really yeah. important, but oh, I lost somebody really valuable. Yeah. Could it could have just That'd like be nice. been a good stake to just be like, I really needed that, but I was really hoping he could have, you know, overcome Mechamaro. Even like both of them taking each other out would have just been like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I felt that. Mm-hmm. Two during this battle, I sort of realized that like Mahito and Geto's powers are not all that dissimilar in principle. So yeah. once you figure out a way to defeat one, you could theoretically figure out a way to defeat the other. In terms of like they both like store souls slash cursed energy inside their bodies. And that's sort of like this like infinite like reserve that they have of like either, you know, souls that Mahito can manipulate or like curse energy that Ghetto can just like pull out and be like, here's this thing. Here's this cursed spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like theoretically you figure out one that's the key to like maybe at least wounding majorly the other or defeating okay. the other in principle. No. And it, it just like hit me when Mahito like opened his mouth and like all like the arms started coming out and he was like mm-hmm. talking about like the the souls that he had been keeping in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Good point. Yeah, his thing is that uh you can't you can't seem to penetrate his body to get to his soul, right? So maybe he's not a cursed body because he has a soul. Um maybe he is a human now that I'm thinking about that, Phil. Um, but like, yeah, his, his thing is all about all the damage that he takes mm-hmm. is really just a gel covering of his soul. Right. So mm-hmm. for him, you have to penetrate that. And that's what, uh, Makamuru, uh, had done right mm-hmm. with his little, uh, pill slash yeah. device. Mm-hmm. Um, years. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Right. So I wonder if, you know, in, in that sense, like, if you find a way to, um, 
you have to find a way to kind of insert or, or hide something into in between ghetto and the the cursed spirits that he's releasing because ultimately he he's still mortal i think mm-hmm. you know to some degree so mm-hmm. i don't know if this other guy is man yes yeah, we still haven't we still haven't seen too much of his journey from like the first five episodes into like i have absorbed like all of this and i am who i am now right you know what i mean we've we've seen the impetus but it's not like we saw the billion steps between See, my thought was kind of like the partially what you were saying, Andrew, but then then it goes opposite where I thought they were leading Mm. to um, with maybe the idea of Mekamaro defeating Mojito because (laughs) way Ghetto was talking about like, this is interesting. Like he he seemed to be thinking maybe this is a challenge and not caring. Like to me, he came off as like, well, if uh, he died... You know, oh, well, that would be really kind of something right. interesting. Like, to me, not At a least, blow to him exactly. Right. Just like, wow, this is, a, you know, that's something interesting in a learning experience here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it really did show him, like, he is a pawn. He is a means to an yeah. end. And uh, Yeah, and I meant more like a blow to his plans, per se. Like, I can't use him in the future rather than, like, this is a blow mm-hmm. to me personally. It'd be more like shoot, like there's so many other things, you know, I could have deployed him for now, I guess I'll have to use somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Ultimately, I think he would have preferred like, Hey, if you go down, at least I got something out of this experience that might help me get Gojo. So whatever, like worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, like looking back, it seems like oh, maybe he was a little flippant because his plan really does seem to rely heavily on Mojito. You know, like uh, the Shibuya stuff seems like it's he's a key factor here because it's like, oh, wasn't it nice that you got to see, you know, um, as opposed to just like taking my word for it or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. So. What did you guys think of? Sorry, was I going to no, interrupt go, you there, go, John? Go. Don't go ahead. What did you think of the the fact that when they were unveiling the veil, mm-hmm. um, one of the girls could see it, and it, and it seemed like they made a very specific point mm-hmm. that the girl could see that something was happening up by the moon, and the the person that she was with. He had no idea what she was talking about, right? As the yeah. veil was coming down. And I know that that is already a set precedent that some people can recognize cursed energy. But um, <clears throat> do you think that, that something more? Yeah. Is that person going mm-hmm. to be something or were they just doing it who, for world? Who were they again? Remind remind me. It's been a couple. I, so I watched it's this last someone in the crowd. So. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, so, it's just a, a girl dressed up in the crowd. Okay, no one we know. Okay, yeah. No. Interesting, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean I feel like uh, yeah, I no, feel like I there's th- something I, there. I think it's just a way to demonstrate or to kind of remind people again like how different people are going to be experiencing this. Mm. You know, and mm. the only other thing I can think of is maybe people like her will be spared. You know, mm. because Ghetto is out to kill all the humans and non-sorcerers. So maybe those that kind of have the innate ability um, will be the ones that get uh, 
let well, out or or something like that. That's what I was mm. wondering about, like the the people who seem to be like sucked away by the vacuum or like flushed down the toilet bowl as that panic dude was talking about was like, are those the people who can or can't maybe, you know, or I guess maybe can't aren't sensitive of that energy wouldn't be jujitsu sorcerers. Like, is that like the first weeding out process? Yeah. I didn't know what was happening there. Right. Because I thought, okay, everybody's going to be sucked up or something. But then right. not everybody and was. Wasn't, you know, a whole yeah. bunch of people were left over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd like answers for sure. Yeah, definitely. I also liked the. Um, I was trying to find it so I could put it up on the screen, but it's there's another shot that to me just rings the movie. Was it Gojo's Akira. entrance? <laughs> no. Wait. What? What? Was it Gojo's entrance? Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> no it's like so cool the, and then he's like oh my bad sorry i bumped into you <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i don't know okay so any any predictions um is it gonna be uh um it's gojo stuck in there is it gonna be an all-out uh bloodbath in there any sort of things that uh mj's any, asking any canon entrance? you'd like to share with us mike uh, any head so, cannon? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Going cold turkey. Yep. My ideas are always way cooler, and I will not accept any um, arguments about that. <laughs> and, um, oh, hey, there's the guy. There's That's the guy. The guy. Yeah. The so pause it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that looks just like the costumey stitches. But maybe. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting, though. Yeah. I guess I've never ever seen anyone draw stitches on themselves like that up mm-hmm. until this show. So mm-hmm. maybe that's all it is. But uh, the other reason I don't have any headcanon is just because, frankly, this show seems so disjointed recently that I have no idea. Hard to guess. Yeah. I have no idea where it's going. Yeah. Sure. Like, that's fair. I can't build up about what Ghetto's plan is in my head here. I barely understand his motivation because it seems mm-hmm. so out of the blue. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't I, have any. I definitely think the show is harder to, like, think through what the next steps in the storyline will be compared to, like, Demon Slayer. Like, I think we were yeah. all like, this might happen, that might happen, and none of it was happened. But I think we were closer and it was easier to, like, guess what might happen based sure. on it's a, a simpler story. A more sure. straightforward story, I should say. Um, yeah, this show's wild, so it's really hard to guess what might happen. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, MJ, if you don't, uh, um, if you're not familiar with the show, you won't know whose entrance we refer to. But uh, yeah, Go Joe's entrance. Um, I can't. I, I, I think I've watched the sh- episode. And I'm, I have to go back and look. I don't even know what you're talking about. But. My my prediction is the show is going to sort of settle. We had we it, it it's a weird way that they've done this, but we had our season one, then we had a prequel movie, then we had a bigger, longer prequel, five episodes, and now we're back continuing season one after a like four or five week break. So. <laughs> 
it is a it is a little bit much, but it's it is telling these different chunks of the story is a little a little unorthodox. But I do think we're going to sort of have a a, lot, a through line now, a focus. I mm-hmm. think this is the the setup for our focus and what's gonna what's gonna go on. I think we're gonna get a lot of battles, and um, I, I do think that we're gonna have uh, something that starts to to make more sense, at least in the immediate, you know, like in the moment, what people are fighting for and some of that and what right. they're trying to accomplish. So that's my, that's my hope yeah. anyways. And it does seem like that's where to me it's, it, it's heading. It's sometimes things do require a lot of setup and it is that, uh, it is that binge versus weekly episode mm-hmm. difference, uh, I guess, but mm. yeah. I'm, st- I'm, still, I'm still in favor it. of this. I'll be happy to see it settle a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I've almost entirely forgot that the original plot of this show was that this random teenager kid swallowed a finger he wasn't supposed to swallow and now has this right. crazy demon inside of him. Yep. Right. Uh, or cursed right. spirit. Like, when was the last time we Here focused we on that? Yeah. And that was an issue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's hard because they sort of tried to bring you back to that with the first episode, you know, where where one we had the student from UG's school like come in and be like, Oh, like remember me? And we had sort of had like a weird trip to UG's past. Yeah. Um, but then also that like the very, very beginning was his new best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, recommending True. him for an upgrade and being like, oh, we're going to go on missions together and he's got to go find another finger to like, mm. if he's going to be, yeah. you know, get this grade or whatever. So, yeah. So, I mean, they were trying to go there and like bring it a little yeah. in again, but it does feel very far away. That's yeah. a legit point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like that though. I mean, I, I like in when I'm getting presented with, with a story that we start with something simple, maybe focusing on a character and then it explodes, you know, it's like, even I, I understand that we kind of, we stick with him more, but it like in Harry Potter, it's about Harry smaller thing. Whoa, you're a wizard, Harry. And then, and then all of a sudden it's like a larger world and right. there's more things going on. And you know, it's, each movie kind of has their individual story that's building to the whole thing, whatever. Like I do appreciate that, that Itadori is just part of this. Mm-hmm. Like he's an important part and it will right. prove to be an important part, but he is a, he is a He is one cog in a larger system here. And, uh, so I, I do like that part actually. Mm-hmm. It would be nice. Sure. I think though, if like the Shibuya incident moved his character forward in some way, or like I mean, I think relationship with Sukuna. I yeah, so I mean, I I'm I think so too, but, but yeah, but I, you know. Oh I yeah, I want to see it. I, it better. I mean, I feel. Yeah. I mean, you're saying it better. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, let's see. Um, Nez Orion just followed on Twitch. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Um, I'm going to show this shot here. This is what I was talking about earlier. To me, this is the other thing. It definitely right. reminds me of Akita. Um, yeah. To me, it's a pretty uh, like iconic shot. And so it's just, uh, I don't know, an homage episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. To all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I think it was done well. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Each mm-hmm. one was done well. Yeah. As, as disjointed as this first bit of the se- the whole season of, you know, has been, I still really enjoyed it. All the episodes are mm-hmm. still awesome. The art and animation is just gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. I mean, you can just sit and just like turn it on and just get sucked right in. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm still enjoying it. I have, I have my issues, but I'm still having a lot of fun. Oh yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, they actually pay us to kind of comb through this and yeah, <laughs> big bucks. <laughs> that's why we're, you know, yeah. that's why we can afford that, that big time sponsor on Mike's, on Mike's right. car. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Get that sticker made, John. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, no, we, we have a place that we can do final decals out here I've worked with before. So I'm not joking. You make them. They're going on the car. I'll send you pictures. Yeah. All right. Done. Um, all right. Well, I think we've probably uh, talked enough about these couple of episodes. We'll be back in a couple weeks to talk about a couple more. And um, in the meantime, you know, we're going to have another regular podcast on the rocks, Andrea and I, mm-hmm. next week. Um, next week, so. This month is kind of like Batman month because Batman Day is, I think, Sunday, some of that. The 17th. So, yeah. So we're probably going to be talking, if it works out for us, the Mask of the Phantasm, mm-hmm. Batman. It's it's one of the highly, highest rated Batman movies, period. Mm-hmm. And I'd say probably the best animated one for sure. Um, but I haven't seen it since I was quite young. So it's uh, going to be fun to rewatch and talk about. And Andrea, cool. have you ever seen it? I don't remember. I have not. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. So Mask, better than The Killing Phantasm. Joke. Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, it's uh, yep. it came out back when uh, the animated series was, I don't know if it was midway through or something like that. And um, the killing series. joke, Mike, I, I guess I don't know because I have an issue myself with some of the um, like DC takes a lot of stories from the comics and then sort of does an animation of it. But I feel like there's not enough budget behind it. Sometimes it sometimes it literally feels sure. too much like an like uh, what, what do they call them? They're like a motion comic or something, you know? Just have the panels move and oh, some of that. Sure. Um, I, I don't know what the Killing Joke one is like. I haven't seen it. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I've not been a big fan of a lot of DC animation in the last few years. It just all feels yeah. samey. If it's like, it's like Castlevania on sure. a quarter of the budget. Oh, it's sure. Just, oh. No. <laughs> I was that like, wait a minute. Me. That reminds me. <laughs> John, have you watched any of the trailers for Castlevania Nocturne? Or Andrea, yes. Or, or I don't Mike? need yes. to see any more of it. Uh, I get it. Yeah. I get it in the show a lot more than they need to, but it looks right. so good. It looks <laughs> yep. just sick. I'm so, super excited for it. So yeah. I was reminded in these two episodes of Jujutsu um, of Castlevania in mm-hmm. the sense of like when Mekamaru and Mojito, Mojito, <laughs> uh, we're having their battle. I was just sort of like, and he was like hashtag shifting like mojito. Team, team, hashtag mojito. mojito I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to drink one yeah. for goodness sake. Now, um, next, next we, episode. Next episode. Mojitos all around. Let me do it. 
Um, but when he was shifting like all of his forms in that like ultraviolet, you know, like I was just like, this is something that anime does so beautifully. Like you could never do a live action of this. You know what I mean? Like this, this wouldn't even be a 10th as cool as what's happening on my screen right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I had that flash and I had that same flash during one of Castlevania's like bigger battles um, where I was just like, there's no way you could ever do a live action and make it half as good No, because this just, this just isn't possible in the realm of believability to do. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Anyway, totally. that was no, just I my like agree. random like connection. I I literally <laughs> just thought of that as you said it. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent agree. Um, let's see. So, yeah, make sure you subscribe, follow, share, like all those sorts of things here on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or X. Um, all those places. We're on podcast services as well. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, that kind of thing. We have content up on Rumble. So wherever you want to find us, we're we're probably there. Not TikTok. We're not there, I guess. We're not that young. But uh, <laughs> otherwise. Sorry, and, Gen Z. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna wrap the show, give the um, outro here for a couple seconds. Anyone that wants to stick around to say anything else, we'll do that in the after show um otherwise i thank you all for joining us and um we shall see you next time